Sat Pod, episode 89. My goodness. The Mike Comrie episode. Uh, one more episode until my birth episode. Right. The 90. Uh, Scotty is not here. He Who claims, knows why? He claims that he's working. I call bullshit because very convenient that, uh, not Halo, Fallout 4 released today. And all so. of a sudden... Oh, I got to work evenings oh, yeah. starting on Tuesday. I'm back at my old job all of a sudden. Yeah. I don't know, Scotty. But What was his old job again? Ticketmaster. Right. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but now it's been said. So. Great yeah. k Um, Yeah. So Scotty's not here, but it's just uh, the roommates. Oh. Old, uh, old Brando's joining me here. Our chemistry has only gotten better. Right. Spending every waking moment <laughs> together. Uh, that is going to be a weird question now every week when I ask you, what have you done? Because I already know the answer to that question. I know, because I come home and bitch about it every day. Inform ye old listener of what you've been doing in the past week. Uh, just more unpacking. More yeah. spending tons of money at Walmart oh, and grocery stores and literally going home thinking, oh, I'm going to play uh, Tomb Raider, like, pretty much all day. I got a day off, and then being like, oh, I got so much. I got to go to, like, eight different places and get my address changed, and I got to go get some actual, like, meat for our freezer so we're not eating cookies and chips the whole time. Right. (laughs) Which is not all bad. Um, (laughs) But it helps. Got to hang pictures. Yeah. uh, And then all of a sudden, I do my laundry for the Mm. first time in the new place, and then all of a sudden, I was like, fuck, I got to go do the show in an hour, and I've not even picked up Tomb Raider yet. Nice. Uh, I played a fair bit of that today. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I played a couple hours. It's a good game. Yeah. It's a real good game. I'm not a Fallout guy. Right. So I'm not an RPG guy. So I won't be playing that one. That'll be more you. But, yeah, um, that's a big one. Like, but Tomb Raiders. Pour some hours into that one. Tomb Raider's real good. Good. Real good. Visually and story-wise as well. Gameplay's good. It's a good game. Excellent. And yeah. that one's not going to take you forever no. to beat. So that's good. I'm going to finish that one first. Well, I'll probably jump back and forth because Fallout is dense. And it's I, big, right? Yeah, and I will probably tackle it in like little chunks here and there. Uh, and squeeze some other games. Because if I just played Fallout and nothing else until I was done Fallout, I'd miss so much stuff. Right. And you don't want to miss I don't want things. I'm right? not even a massive Fallout fan. I'm just a big enough Fallout fan to play the game. Yeah. Scotty's a pretty big Fallout fan, though. Yeah, right? that's, that's why he's playing of, it as yeah, we speak. Right. And he did not want to come to the podcast. Yeah. So. I'll, feel, I'll feel only kind of bad if we're wrong. I don't think we're wrong. No, he, I called him out on it. We were texting earlier, and, and I, he's like, "Oh, I don't know." He's like, "Let me check if I see and get it covered." Oh no, can't do it. Sorry, guys. And I'm like, "Okay, have fun playing Fallout." And yeah. He's like, "Nah, man, I've, I've been playing don't, it all day." Work. Yeah, okay. I still, I still don't buy it. Keep I'm calling bullshit. Keep an eye on his Twitter. But that's okay. Yeah, that's true. If he tweets, he might be just stupid enough <laughs> to tweet something about him playing Fallout during the recording. Maybe he's live streaming, and we can watch him as we do the podcast. Ooh, that would be fun. For it. Uh, okay, it's not maybe as busy of a week news-wise, but some pretty major stuff yeah. happened in the WWE, so why don't we just slide into the news right now? You want to do that? Yes, sir. All right. And now... Spanish announced table news. Lay it on us, Brandon Lynch. What do you got? Scotty Molyneux <laughs> has not tweeted anything incriminating as of yet. All right. 
Good. We'll keep an eye on that. Second biggest story, Seth Rollins. You may have heard of him. Yes. He is the... Uh, the, what's his what's his shtick? The uh, the future, right? The man, the man, Seth freaking Rollins, right? Uh, is, Boy, is JBL really taking a liking to that? Yeah, by the way, I kind of do too. It's kind of weird that no one has done that. I think I think it it works for JBL, right? To just be like at Seth freaking Rollins, like just and his it works accent, and it works for Seth Rollins when oh, he yeah. said when he's like, right. I'm Seth freaking Rollins. That's yeah, good. It's good. It's good. Um. Yeah, so he's in a uh, he's doing a live show in Dublin, uh, just WWE live. He's wrestling Kane. This is how you know it's live, right? Because Kane was supposed uh, to be missing. Gone, right? Uh, does a sunset flip over the turnbuckle to set Kane up for a power bomb, and uh, knee buckles as soon as he hits the mat, and ACL's gone, MCL's gone. Uh, worst possible scenario for a knee injury, six to eight months. So he's. Almost a certainty to not be at WrestleMania, barring no some way. John Cena-like magic recovery. Even I think if John Cena had this injury, knees are bad, like yeah. bad, bad. When you fuck up a knee, you need to make sure that it is one hundred percent before you even think about coming back. Absolutely, um, there's a lot of wrestlers. Yeah, you look at Rey Mysterio. Yeah, where it was just never perfect again. And dear God, do I hope that's not the case? I here. know, because Seth Rollins needs his knees for his style. Right. And boy, is that going to suck if Seth Rollins has half a career yeah. because of this. That's a huge void, like even just even for the short term. Yeah. Right? To fill the guy that spot, you know what I mean? With the heel and the top heel. And it's, and they're hurting right now with Cena out. Yep. Daniel got, Bryan is yeah. still technically a, a coin in the air that you could say. Right. Daniel Bryan should be wrestling. Rusev's hurt. Lesnar's dates are up. Orton's hurt. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, don't have an official story on this, but while you brought it up, Lesnar got added uh, for a a Friday in January prior to the Rumble uh, to do to work a show. Uh, and since it's a Friday, a lot of speculation that that's going to be some sort of WWE special live event. Okay. Because I don't really know why they would bring him back for a Friday other than that. Yeah. Uh, Brock Lesnar... Rumble Tour, or some stupid name. Yeah, so we're gonna use like most of our news segment on talking about this because this is insane. Uh, Coachman actually broke this news, which was kind of showing the partnership that they had. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess what do you do? I mean, we know what they're doing. More, right. more as a how do you fill that than a what do you book story wise? Sure, because in a sense, storyline wise. It's almost a gift for Seth Rollins in that he beat everyone, and that was the gimmick that they were running with, yep. was that I beat everyone, Roman Reigns has to earn the right to fight me because I'm the man, mm-hmm. and now he still hasn't ever lost that title. Right. So in that sense, it's kind of a good thing, but also, like you say, he's out for six a to nine time. months. going to miss Mania, which sucks right. for him and for Mania. Yeah, because um, I was really, really hoping for that Triple H, Seth Rollins at too. Mania to happen. Um, he, yeah. uh, oh geez, what was I going to say? Um, shoot, can't remember. All right. Where she goes. Uh, I got more injury news. Okay. Do you want some more injury news? Actually, one more thing on Seth Rollins. Yes, do it. Uh, you know what they should be starting to do now? Because I think, without getting ahead of ourselves too much, I think it. he needs to come back as babyface. Yes, that's what I was going to talk about. You look, you you look at Triple H, <laughs> similar thing, right? Blew yeah. his leg out. His was a quad, obviously, not a knee, but 
that road to recovery, and he comes back, and people go absolutely apeshit for him. No. The network is a great tool now. Yep. Start showing Seth Rollins' rehab. Okay? Yep. Said day one, he had surgery. Day two, he's curling 10 pounds with his leg. Oh, now he's up to... T- and show him. Build that up so that when he comes back, it's this triumphant moment of, I've battled with you. I was with you that entire journey of you fighting back to earn your spot back on the roster. Right. And now you're back, and it means that much more. They should start that, boom, right now. I totally agree on him coming back as a babyface. Because I think it is too hard to bring back talented wrestlers as heels because the crowd wants to get behind them. Sure. Because it's yep. fresh. It's like, oh, yeah, Seth Rollins. Everyone's going to be pumped when well, his music hits. He's a good wrestler, yeah, right? exactly. People can't deny that whether you boo or cheer him. Right. He's a good wrestler. So. And we know he has potential to be a great babyface. It's kind of the gimmick he had most of his... Yeah. Most of his... Uh, his style lends itself to it, right? right. He's a high-flying, fast-paced charismatic dude like you want to cheer for him right the only thing i would worry about the network plan following him around is there is definitely something to be said to be forgotten and then come back sure like you did you oh look at that (laughs) you uh you whatever the reverse of fatigue is yeah is really good yeah it's really good for a wrestler to go away for a while in terms of what it does for him when he comes back Right. Like, the most crowds were ever behind John Cena was after a giant John Cena layoff. And then the next day they were kind of back to <laughs> hating him. But but still. It's good to have you back, but now fuck you again. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, no, I, that's a good point. I agree that uh, if you that would be a really cool way to do it, have the crowd with Seth Rollins all the way. Maybe if you made that a network thing that didn't show up on TV every week. Because that's what I would worry about. It would be like, Seth Rollins, yeah. Seth Rollins. And then when Seth Rollins returned, it would be like he was never gone. I agree. I, I wouldn't want to see that on TV necessarily either. Right. And I guess it also depends on what they do moving forward, right? If you go the route of what I was kind of talking about on Twitter when this whole story broke, that let's let's flip Roman to heel and with the authority. If you go that route where the authority replaces Seth Rollins mm-hmm. with, doesn't have to be Roman Reigns, insert guy here. Right. Then that is already packaged for when Rollins comes back to be like, what the hell? You guys replaced me, and I'm the best guy ever, and blah, 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 and yep. now I'm going to take you down because screw you guys. Sure, yep, so totally. maybe you want to have him kind of start back as kind of still that heel of still pretend, like trying to fit in with the authority, and they don't like him anymore because mm. they don't care he got injured, whatever, and then he has this moment where he turns, right? You don't want to necessarily, so yeah, I don't know. It depends on what the plan is moving forward. Totally, and you you hope that they've been, they're obviously in a bind now, but they've definitely been given the gift of options sure. to do some really cool stuff uh, and really mix it up a little bit because Seth Rollins was pulling like three segments a week on Monday Night Raw, and now you got to fill that, Yeah, and I'm really excited to see what they fill it with. It's it's going to make Survivor Series really interesting as yep, well. Yeah, totally. Like, it's a pay-per-view that's going to be... Uh... Gonna be huge. Yep. Huge. And they need and WWE always does this when they're one of their big stars get hurt, they do something off the rails to show that they will be fine. Yeah. Because the internet always goes buzzing, like, oh God, now Seth Rollins is gonna WWE is gonna sink. The next few months of television are gonna be sure. awful. Yep. And the WWE will, even if it is mostly awful, they will make sure to play that big hand early on and be like, No, look at we fuck Seth Rollins. Look at what we got. Yeah. Exactly, but The Rock versus Austin (laughs) 4. It's going to be a fun ride. Yeah. A really fun ride. I assume Vince is probably on the phone with everything and everyone he can buy. 
being like, hey, hey Rob Van Dam, you want to maybe come in and uh, fill a hole for a few months because we're hurting here. I I did hear. I think it, I think I saw Meltzer tweeting about it that there was some phone calls placed to one John Cena. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Please, please, yeah. please bail us out. But the only thing that I don't hope, and I, and I hope, like I, I want to see this guy wrestle again. But I hope they don't just be like, "Okay, clear Daniel Bryant, bring him back, yeah. even if he's not actually healthy. Even even if he's healthy, but he's still technically a liability. Don't be dumb and bring him back, and then end up in some big thing where it's like." Oh, Daniel Bryan's hurt again, and he should never have been back. The sure. only reason he was back is because Rollins got hurt. Yeah, if, if the WWE is still unsure as to his health, yes, we know we've heard that Daniel Bryan's doctors have apparently cleared him, whatever. Right. But if the WWE is still unsure of it, don't let this be the reason to just be like, okay, we'll let you wrestle because we really need you. Right. Wait until you are confident in his health and then put him out there. Totally right. with you there. Good. That being said, I think he could add a lot to this tournament. but Totally. Don't think that's going to happen because it, we know the entire bracket now, right? So. Yes. And the Daniel Bryan thing is crazy because both guys have their doctors and sure. the superstar's doctor, the, any athlete will always find a doctor to clear them. Of course. Bar none. Yes. Yeah. Any company that is on the legal hook for anything will always have a doctor to not clear them. Exactly. So Politics, baby. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Uh, I have another injury. All right. But now we will get to. Okay. It's not as big. Unless you just, this is the size of the man. I saw what you did there. Big show. Good. This is only reported. We yeah. have no, we've actually have very conflicting reports on right. this. We have some people saying Brock, or Brock Lesnar, Big Show was hurt in a live event on uh, Tuesday, which is uh, today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have other reports saying he was not hurt. He, it was just a good sell. He was joking around after. He was doing mic comedy work. He did a flare flop in the ring. Uh, and he was, uh, and then walked off under his own power and everything was fine. Um, yeah. And then the other thing that I saw again, Meltzer yeah. talking that apparently he's been working with some sort of a banged up knee. Right. I don't know what that means and to what extent. Right. But Meltzer said that that's kind of common knowledge that his knee is not good. Been a little hurt. And that's why we haven't seen him maybe on the TV as much as of late. So maybe he just kind of aggravated a little bit in the match because it did sound, oh, all of the reports that I saw said that they, it looked like they hurried up and went home to the finish of that match after whatever happened happened. Well, as, and but as, that just could have been the match too, right? right? As I understood there. it, he went through a table. Yes, and that was the finish. Yeah. So they, I thought they pinned him right after that, but I'm not sure. I haven't seen footage. I've only seen secondhand accounts. And there was something weird about refs too. They brought out a bunch of refs to look at him, and then one of the refs that came out that wasn't actually the ref in the match counted the three. Right. I don't know people. I. It, it sounds a lot like this is just going to come out as Big Show's not actually fully hurt. Right. So that's probably what will happen tomorrow, and we'll look stupid for talking about it. Well, that's that's what we do. Yep. We got. I have a rule. I need three news items, <laughs> and fuck, if they're light as shit, sure. I'll take them. Yep. I got a lighter one. All right. The Rock had a baby. Yeah! <laughs> well, not yet. But not yet. She's pregnant. The Rock is having a baby. A baby girl. Well, not unfortunately, but... I think deep down we're all hoping that it would be a male to hopefully see another fourth generation. Would be the first fourth fourth generation. Yeah, probably. I've never heard Jr. yell anything (laughs) about anyone being fourth generation. Great point, but who knows? Maybe she will. This daughter in eighteen years from now could be a longtime girlfriend, uh, Lauren Hashing. 
Ashian, who, by the way, is absolutely stunning. All right, nothing but the best for old Rocky. God, I mean, that's a great point. Uh, I think they've been dating since 2006. I know they met on the scene of a movie or a show. Um, God help the first boy that that girl takes <laughs> home. <laughs> you here to Hello, pick up my Mr. daughter? Hello, Mr. Johnson. Please, son, call me The Rock. <laughs> you here to pick up my daughter? It doesn't matter if you're here to pick up my daughter. Good. That's going to be uh, uh, good for him. Or he just strikes him the second he sees him. And just this is not, this isn't, the... This isn't a joke. This is he knocks the man out and goes to jail for assault. Rock bottom. Uh, to the coffee table. Yes, that'd be, that'd be funny. Uh, I'm going to throw to you on this because I could find nothing. Okay. But you might know a little bit more of it off the top of your head. What is up with TNA and Spike TV? So we talked last week about the Kurt Angle on Bellator and how we were kind of figuring that that was them just trying to weasel their way back into the good books with Spike and have them, Yep. please take us back. We need TV so badly. Mm. And somebody tweeted to TNA earlier this week. I'm not sure when it was, but anyways, they tweeted something along the lines of, Spike, you need to take TNA back. They're great or something like that. And Dixie responded to said tweet and said, uh, we hear you. Stay tuned for details. Hmm. So, I mean, that sounds an awful lot like Dixie being Dixie just to be like, <laughs> pretend like things are happening. Yeah. When really they're not. So, the, we'll see. Nothing from, uh, nothing from Spike as of now? No. no. Okay. Then that, that, to me, that says that there's nothing going on because I feel like if Spike was thinking about it, they would probably say something. So One would hope. Right. Uh, what was the other thing that I saw from TNA today? Oh, uh, Ethan Carter the third, mm-hmm. who was the kind of their guy. Third, third right generation now. Ethan yes. Carter. Um, he tweeted a picture of himself standing outside of the TNA headquarters doing the DX chop <laughs> and tweeted it to Finn Balor and said, I feel you. <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck that means, but maybe it made he's me laugh. gonna. Go, he seems like the kind of guy that would be great on NXT for a bit. Well, he was on NXT, and, and then, they yeah. let him go. So, well, then don't take him back. <laughs> <laughs> he's great, though. I have, mean, you're have right. Your, have your standards. He would fit in. I just don't see him. Yeah, I, if, from his side, more. Fuck those guys. They didn't give me the light of day, and now I'm a great talent. So, but with Who no knows? company. Well, yeah. Well, I guess TNA is still a company. That was premature of me. <laughs> Okay, Brando, calm down on the TNA hate. Okay. TNA. Is that it? Is that the news? Yeah, if you want to call it that. All right. Rollins got hurt, and then I put other stuff that's, into the... I mean, that, that <laughs> supersedes everything right now anyway, so... Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's slide on over to Raw from the UK. Manchester Arena, Manchester, England. Home of the Manchester Baguettes. Is that, is that a thing? That can't be true. Baguettes are French, so that'd be no. a little tough. What's British? The Big Ben's. Oh, and, yes. And tea. Tea. And the Queen. Right. The Queen got brought up in this. Yeah, uh, shockingly, hey? The Manchester pinkies <laughs> up. <laughs> Uh, show starts. They have the world title in the middle of the ring. Triple H comes out and officially announces the Survivor Series tournament to crown a new champion after Seth Rollins' injury. Of course, puts Seth Rollins over. 
uh, for beating everyone and never having lose, uh, lost said title. Mm-hmm. Then Roman Reigns comes out. Triple H asks uh, if he wants to be the authority's new golden boy, even going so far as to place the title belt on his shoulders and uh, essentially just tells him that you've earned this. You can either go back to the bottom of the ladder or we can just uh, have people fight for the right to fight you. So, and that was the that was the part that they always they were going about all this segment, and I didn't really understand. Were they implying that they would just make him champ, or were they implying that they would make him fight for the title against? The first time that I watched it with you, yeah, I thought that they were implying that they would make him the champion. Okay. The second time through, I'm pretty sure they were just saying that you get the bye to the final. Who right. the winner of the tournament will then get to fight you okay. at Survivor Series? That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, Roman wants no part of this. He's earned everything that he's ever got. And this is kind of the most predictable way this could have gone. Sure. Which you and me were saying, we watch this together now as roommates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were like, oh, that'd be kind of crazy if Roman took this deal. And and we shook up the roster right now. There's Just no No nonsense. Off the hop. Shake it up right now. Uh, but they uh, instead went with something a little more predictable, which is not necessarily bad. No. And we were talking about, too, maybe this is the swerve. Maybe. This is the moment where you look back and go, oh, they got me. Yeah. Because you I think now Roman he's just going to be straight as an arrow. Right. Uh, his opponent is the big show, pre-supposed or maybe not even supposed injury. No, I don't know. Another fun fact. Hmm. Five bucks says you can't guess who big show was allegedly hurt in the match with. <laughs> Kane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. He hurts them all. <laughs> they haven't really been his fault. Well, the first one wasn't, yeah. for sure. Uh, yeah, this I one guess even I don't happened. the second one. Uh, yes, anyway, so uh, Big Show and Reigns. Uh, Reigns picks up the win after uh, he hit the Superman punch and uh, Spear to pick up the win. Big Show can't sell the Spear very well. <laughs> no, no, he can't. Uh, this wasn't really a great match, but I didn't really expect it to be a great match. Uh, all of these matches I thought could have been better if they had more time. I agree. But they were rushing through a lot of this stuff because mm-hmm. they needed to get some. There's a lot of a wrestling. Sixteen man tournament underway, right. so a lot of wrestling on this this raw. Absolutely, and like many short matches. Yep. Uh, I thought it would be crazy, and I thought this for about three minutes of this match, where I was like, "Oh my god, maybe they'll do it if they just had Roman go out in the first round after like after yep. turning down the authority." Y'all, everyone gets behind Roman. They're like, "He's gonna go." Yeah, he's not. Not taking any handouts, and then loses KO punch out in the first round, and then you got to not build him like a superstar, but then his his arc becomes. You try. I got to come back from this fucking sympathy. Yeah, right. Nightmare of this getting sympathy pops at that point because should have taken the deal. What an idiot! Yeah, tried to be the noble thing and got stung. Could but could have been all right. But that being said, uh, with this supposed injury, maybe this was the right call too, because then you would have to have Big Show wrestle and yes. Uh, Triple H promo here was really, really good as well. Yes. I want to bring that up. It was um, long, came, but it was it was great. Yeah, and he just comes through when they need him, right? Yep. Like it, he was really trying to persuade Rollins to flip and giving him all these reasons. And you know, we strongly uh, scouted you when I was wrestling when Evolution was wrestling the Shield, and it, it was great. This was perfect. I you might I might get some heat for saying this, but Triple H in the company next to maybe John Cena, and I would say more than John Cena, is the best on the microphone right now. I agree. Like, none of, like I, I love Kevin Owens is bringing something new, and there and are superstars that are kind of finding mm-hmm. their rhythm on the microphone. 
But Triple H is the best on the right. microphone. Like I buy everything he sells. Me too. Uh, but I think just uh, as of late, it's been more of. Oh well, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, But as of late, it's been more of just the generic authority heel right. things that I'm saying. Whereas this was like, I need to cut a promo to make this point. Yeah, I need to I'm be a, part a Triple of H character. Yes, yeah, exactly. So and it was great. Yes, I agree. Uh, okay, then we get the uh, they show us the full bracket for the tournament. Yes, let's so, break it down. You have Roman advancing. Yep. After beating Big Show, so mm-hmm. he's in the quarterfinals, yep. right? Yes, okay. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus will face the winner. Uh, well, will face Roman. Yep. The winner of that will face Roman. Then you have Del Rio and Stardust, which is an That's interesting matchup. Because yep. I would consider Del Rio a heel right now, obviously. Yes. And, and that would be a heel-heel, which is not something mm-hmm. they do a lot of. Uh, then you have Kalisto taking on Ryback. Where the fuck did Kalisto get off getting into this tournament? What about Ryback? He lost his title the, the two months ago, and I now would, he's in this title? Would, like, what? I would put Ryback in a 16-man tournament for the WWE Championship. Yeah, I would fair. not put Kalisto. Yeah, that is very strange. Right. Um, Titus O'Neil is also in this tournament taking what? on Kevin Owens. Okay. <laughs> Everything I just said again. <laughs> Yeah, we both laughed out loud. We paused this when they put it up. And I, yeah. Titus O'Neil, like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? And it was like, there are better superstars to put in there. But you could right. tell it was one of this thing where it's like, we don't want to bury eight guys mm. in the first round of this tournament. So let's give them some fluff to go over in the first round. Yeah. And then it's like, who the fuck cares if Kalisto and Titus O'Neil lose their first round matches? Right. If we had to make Owens go against Ambrose or someone of equivalent value to them in the first round then all of a sudden you're like oh geez Ambrose went out in the first round that's not very good yeah I agree um I want to actually give a shout out to I think it was Jason from New Blood Podcast that um tweeted us with his idea of they should make it an open like a, a certain amount of the brackets would be for former champions okay to have them come back and just have the a, a surprise element to this tournament because mm-hmm. I didn't really like that they were just like here it is and Titus O'Neil and Kalisto are in it, and also some other guys that probably arguably shouldn't be in it, whereas you could have had, like, I don't know, Roman taking on question mark, former champion, who's it going to be? And That's then it's true. The Maybe Miz it's just... or something, right? Like, oh, Okay, I see. Yeah. We're, well, The Miz was in this tournament. Right. But, yes, yes. it's. Uh, uh, I feel you. I feel mm. what they were going for there. Something a little fresh, something A little different. tough to get guys on that short of notice, too. I get that. Yeah, but... especially guys who were at – a point in their career high enough up the ladder to win the World Heavyweight Championship. And I think at that point, at the point that Jason tweeted us, it was kind of thought that this tournament was going to all be happening at Survivor Series alone. Right. We weren't going to necessarily get anything on the Fuck Raws you, leading man. up. Like, it, with the way guys work now, yeah, I know. that would have been a fucking nightmare for some of them. Yeah. Four matches in one night. Yeah, that would have been terrifying. And just, just the prospects of squeeze. Like, we thought this was fast. Yeah. And they, right. like. You probably would have made that four four hours. You would add to, yeah. And then still out of yeah. cut matches pretty short. But uh okay, we also have Neville taking on Barrett. Wade Barrett is in this tournament. Yep, sure. as well. There's something about uh, a cachet that Wade Barrett carries around with him where I saw Wade Barrett and I was like, All right, that's fine, sure, you can be in there. Fine. You didn't do anything to deserve <laughs> it, but you were big once. Kalisto and Titus O'Neill sure. were never big. Uh well at least Titus O'Neill has won a championship. In the WWE. That's true. So he's got at least something. Right. What did he, he was a tag team Tag champ, team champ, yeah. but that, that is all. Kalisto is an NXT sure. tag team <laughs> champ. Uh, Ziggler taking on The Miz and Ambrose and Tyler Breeze in an interesting match. That really interesting. Like That was the one that really caught my eye in that, like, 
I, it seems weird that the WWE wants either of those guys out in the first round. Yeah, well, and I mean, in a way, what has Tyler Breeze done to deserve this spot? Fuck all. Yeah, he hasn't wrestled a he's match done, on the main he's roster. He's done less than Kalisto and Titus O'Neil. Exactly. Really. <laughs> he doesn't have a single championship. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, all right. Kevin Owens taking on Titus O'Neil in the first match of, uh, or the second match, I guess, after Roman. Mm. Uh, Kevin Owens picks up the win. No uh, no surprise here. Yeah, no, they let uh, Titus get in a little bit of offense, but this he was, was one of those. hot with the crowd, too. Yeah, they were in yeah as he usually is. But, uh, this was, yeah, one of those matches where it was like, oh, look at Titus go. Kevin's going to kill him soon. Mm-hmm. Like, you know Kevin's winning this match. Pop-up powerball looked pretty good. Wasn't great. Actually, thought Mark Henry did a better job than Titus did. Mark personally. Henry's got some some hops to him. I don't know if that was just he put absolutely everything he had in it, and that's it, or what it was. He but was jumping off the mat just thinking, this is the last jump I'll <laughs> ever do. It. This is it. This Selling is his soul to the devil for that jump. He probably hit the mat, but in his own yeah. head, he was just like falling through the stars. That's it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Kevin Owens moves on. He will face the winner of Neville and Wade Barrett in the all next British, round. All British matchup. Right. Uh, backstage, Paige cuts a promo to set up a match with Becky Lynch in which uh, Becky actually picks up a win on Paige in her home country, I guess. Not town, technically. but yeah, This will be a bad uh, bad day for the Brits. Yes. The, the, the people of the United Kingdom all together, really. Mm. But uh, Becky picks up the win with a roll-up. And then Paige takes out her frustrations and <laughs> locks in the PTO on the announce table. Oh, that's so dumb. Why? Such a dumb spot. Like, what is that ad at all? Especially because she took apart the announce table. Right. Like, Just fucking stand on it. Like, it's not going to break. We were joking so, uh, that it's the second dumbest thing to do with the uh, Spanish announce table next to give someone a Stone Cold Stunner through, right. which has it's, also happened. Your ass is the one breaking through the yeah. table, not anything anyways. Uh, I thought this was a really good match, actually. And yeah. the finish came out of nowhere, I thought. like I, I did not think Becky was winning this in 100 years. Paige is your number one contender, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is also either really weird booking or Paige is going to have some bigger role to play. Or, I mean, Becky's going to have some bigger role to play in this before the... Before the event. Yeah. Oh, you did have Charlotte come out after and uh, make the save as well. Breaks up the PTO, but doesn't actually get her hands on Paige. So. There she goes. Yeah. That could be a good match at the pay-per-view, I think. Paige-Charlotte? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I've... if they're given the time and, yeah, I, th- I think they can put something really well, really good together. As Paige being the first one who kind of jumped out of the NXT women's pool where all the matches were great and got caught up in this kind of divas thing where all sure. the matches were shit. She's probably just been chomping at the bit. Waiting. Waiting yeah. for, like, I can't wait for one of those divas to come up and work a program with me. To get an actual, yeah, yeah. good match out of them. Okay, uh, Dolph Ziggler taking on The Miz in another uh, tournament match, mm-hmm. and Ziggler picks up a win. Yeah, The Miz is kind of rock bottom right now. Like, he fell off a cliff. Yep. Not that Dolph Ziggler's bad, but Dolph Ziggler has been one of those kind of fodder guys that you would put someone else over in this tournament. Yeah. And now Dolph Ziggler's the one going over The Miz. Mm. Remember when The Miz did that WWE 2K16 thing? With yeah. Stone Cold Boy. Was God, was that only a week ago? At least he's wrestling now, right? That's true. Albeit losing. but uh, Yeah, if Miz would have won here, I think we all would have lost our minds. Yeah. So this was the right Cleveland. Move. It was a Cleveland only. Right. These two matchup. have fought quite a bit, as a yeah. matter of fact. They actually the had good, some good matches, They're too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Del Rio and Zeb Coulter come out to cut a promo at the top of the ramp. Uh, they talk about Mex-America, and they also make some remarks about how stupid the British are. Yeah, this was fucking dumb. They, this was just... like, I know you haven't been buying any of this stuff. Yeah. But uh, for me, who has been giving this stuff kind of a shot and been openly like being like, this might be 
the exact right amount of wrestling dumb for me. Uh, I thought this was terrible, terrible waste of time. It, yeah, it just seemed like a, well, you're not wrestling tonight, Alberto, yeah. so just go out there and say some things right. to remind people that you're still a thing. Totally, don't get forgotten because yeah. we're moving your match to SmackDown. It was weird, and it looked like they like it. It looked like they literally got thrown out there with five minutes ahead of time because mm. it looked like Zeb was even a little scrambled. Yeah, and, he didn't really know what he was saying. Yeah. And then Del Rio grabbed the mic and said even less and then gave the mic back. Like, it was, it was not very well put yeah, together. Awkward. Anyways. Uh, Natalia. So this match was set up on Twitter, apparently. When As the good ones always are. Natalia asked who the leader of Team Bad is, and Naomi fired back that three leaders are better than one. That's not true. So it's three leaders sounds Natalia. like a fight waiting to happen. Yeah, you'd think, but uh, it's Natalia taking on Naomi. So I, does that mean that Naomi is the leader, or she just just wanted uh, to it Sounds wrestle. like the Booker's probably told her to go out there. Um, uh, Natty, I didn't even write who down. Nah, uh, Natty won this one with the sharpshooter. Okay, good. Yes, uh, and then afterwards, Team BAD beats down Natty. Uh, and they, uh, Jesus, Sasha is her name. I keep wanting to say Charlotte. Charlotte. Sasha locked Charlotte in Banks. her uh, bank statement as well, and they put the sunglasses on Natty, which that was, was kind of funny. Uh, this match was not nearly as good as the previous Divas match, but once again, I was kind of surprised in who went over because yeah, I can't really get a read on what they want out of Natty. I yeah, I don't know. What I don't think they know what they want to yeah. do with her yet either. Like I think they're just kind of just. She seems like, things. yeah, a warm body who came back, and they were like, well, she's good enough. We probably should get her out there sometimes, but we yeah. don't really have anything for her to do. I was saying that they should just put her with Team Bad because I think she would be funny. Yeah, totally. Just the overly— The whitest white girl on the, the yeah, roster, The yeah. overly white, enthusiastic, trying to fit in with the other girls. <laughs> I think it would be really funny, but anyways. Potential. We, we need to get away from these groups. Yes. So let's not give them any more ideas because <laughs> God help us. Uh, King Barrett is uh, sitting ringside for Sheamus' match with Cesaro. Uh, and this is where they had uh, Barrett call out Wayne Rooney, who was sitting at ringside. Yeah, and Wayne Rooney, like, that is a tremendous uh, pickup for That's WWE for a, for a wrestling event in the UK. Sure, yeah. Because he is there. Well, I, I also know the British people tend to hate on Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney quite a bit because I think he's probably done some terrible, terrible sporting Which things. is, I mean, that's what wrestling's about, though, right? Yeah. You want a polarizing figure. Right. A guy that you can either cheer or boo. Right. And that is very much Wayne Rooney. And, I mean, as far as global audience, too, people know who Wayne Rooney is. Totally. We right? know who Ray- Wayne Rooney is. We don't watch a lick of soccer. And that's Football. saying something. Yes. Football. Uh, football pitch. During commercial. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Barrett called it a football pitch. Instead of a soccer field, which made me laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he had to cut the promo on Wayne Rooney uh, during the commercial. And then we come back. The match starts. And uh, at some point during the match, Wayne Rooney actually slaps King Barrett. Yeah. Open hand slaps him. So yeah. That's... And that's your distraction. Yep. And uh, uh, Cesaro rolls up uh, Sheamus with that Los uh, Caros clutch, I think it's called yeah. still. Uh, that was a little bit sloppy, but yeah, you got the pin. You got the pin. Did so that, and that was one where we weren't really sure what was gonna. Yeah, I totally thought that was Sheamus. I kind of still think it should be right. In that, man, your money in the bank guy looks weak if you can't crack your top eight in your tournament. But... Well, and here's my question: after my second viewing of this, yeah, the money in the bank states that you can cash that in for a title match at any point in time. So Easy. could Sheamus not just cash it in and just take the title? I don't think so. At this so. point? Like, you probably need to wrestle someone. 
It is a contract for a title match. I, yeah. So there needs to be somebody holding it in order to get said match. Um, or another person to wrestle against. Right, yeah. So could he not just insert himself into... The finals? The finals yes. and just have it a triple threat. In fact, I kind of think that would be hilarious if he did that. <laughs> if he went out in the first round and then was just like, Fuck I'm everyone. also going to be in the <laughs> finals. And Why then not? comes out with like yeah. a wooden like makeshift bracket with his name on it and like <laughs> sticks it on with, with the like other an, ones. His name and like an arrow just pointing all the way yeah. around to the final. <laughs> right there. That's yeah. me. Skipped everything. Uh, and yeah, then okay. take the pin in that match, obviously. Sure. Uh, we get a Tyler Breeze backstage with uh, Renee Young. He was uh, this is actually a really funny promo. He yeah, kept telling Renee was... that she was ugly. Yep, uh, and she needs to back up. And she was selling it that she hated this. Yeah, and it, was, it was great. He was great. Like he was he was told because you and me both have questions on this gimmick and yep. how far you can go with it. Sure, Tyler Breeze is buying into his own gimmick. Yeah, which is all you can do when you're given a gimmick like this. He is he is selling it up the river as hard as he can. Uh, but yeah, when he, uh, he got the mic from Summer Ray and the camera pans over and, or, uh, and Renee's standing there and he starts talking, says it like a syllable and stops. He's like, well, re- back up. <laughs> and the way he said that, I was just like, and did in the stitches. little hand yeah. flick, the little backup motion. And yeah, that was great. He's great. This is, this is good. Every week I see more and more potential in this. So I'm like, okay, oh, maybe he will be okay. Yeah. Maybe he'll be all right. And we were talking about him being like when you cause all the best superstars evolve out of their gimmicks and yep. become more just people. Right? Short of Kane and the Undertaker. Sure. But yeah. gone are those days too, I think. Right. You don't book guys as big a characters as he used to, but you still get a Bray Wyatt. And, like, and yeah. Tyler Breeze is definitely a character. Like he is a For sure. yeah. old wrestling style character. We're like, what are we gonna have this guy do? I don't know. He takes selfies. Like that's a that's is very much a gimmick. Yep. Um and you just hope that like Triple H was a king and John Cena was a rapper and mm-hmm. all this stuff, he just Works his gimmick well, and then all of a sudden it becomes less and less about selfies and more and more about him just having an ego. Right. Like we talked about Dolph Ziggler. Right. Kind of started as a hotshot, good-looking dude. Like that was just kind of his gimmick. Yeah. And just sort of evolved into he's a really good wrestler that people like. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a similar path that Tyler Breeze can take. I mean, yeah, sure, they look alike, but... Totally. The the thing with, like, you, you mentioned a guy like John Cena, and we totally talked about this yesterday, was... John Cena has the rap gimmick where he can lean on that to cut his promos and just be a rapper and you just go with that. Whereas Tyler Breeze has to do that much more to be a heel and mm-hmm. to work with his gimmick and that kind of stuff. But I, I think I think he'll do fine. I, I have a lot of and I have for a long time. Like when I first started watching NXT, Tyler Breeze was very much the guy who caught my eye. Right. And I have no eye for talent. Like I do not sit here and be like Oh, yeah, I could tell you who's going to make it on NXT because I guarantee I can. I'd probably get them, almost all of them wrong. And he, I mean, he's a very good wrestler. Yep. So, But it, he's taken a very interesting path in that he never got to the top of NXT. Sure. And, he's but, kind of the first guy to to get that call up. Well, I guess Adam Rose. Yeah, that's but true. different, at least I hope, a uh, different hope, hopefully sense. Hopefully different, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yes, he, he had that. <coughs> He's got that thing where they're like, he's just learned it all. Like, he never got yeah. to be the main eventer at NXT, but he learned everything we need to teach him, and now he's going to go up and probably never get to the top in WWE, but hopefully he can do the same thing and just be a mid-card 
mainstay, sure. always putting on great matches. Mm, nothing wrong with that at all. No, you need those guys. Uh, he has his very first main roster match against Dean Ambrose. Deaner. In England, in front of a hot crowd. Yeah. In a match that could potentially lead towards the WWE title. So, right. No pressure right, <laughs> on exactly. old Tyler, but and you know wrestling's rigged. He already knows going out there if sure. he's gonna win, but he's like, this is an important Gotta be nervous. match. People care about this right. match. Because if you fuck it up, then you're screwed, right? right? This is not my debut against the Miz in mm-hmm. a whatever nothing on the line match. This sure. is I'm part of something here. And I thought the match was really good. Yep. I had no problems with this match at all. And Breeze carried most of the offense. Right. Um, Ambrose does pick up the win with a, a schoolboy at the end. And advances to the uh, quarterfinals. So, so the uh, I actually was reading about people's opinion on this match, as I do, read yes. the internet yep. folk. Um, and I never really caught this, but it sounds like everyone was saying that they really put, they were trying to put over the fact that Dean Ambrose fluked into this win. Because uh, yeah, they did kind of have that he, going too. Hey, yeah, he didn't get Dean got almost no offense in until he rolled him up. So maybe that's what they were trying to do to protect Breeze. You and me were kind of chit-chatting, so I'm not sure. I kind of was like, well, that's really weird that you'd have Breeze take a pin in his first match. You're trying to get him a little momentum, mm. but, but whatever. Yeah, and I mean, this could lead to maybe he screws Ziggler in his next match to set that match up for Survivor Series. I mean... It's a weird situation in that he... The program that seemed to be set up coming in was him and Ziggler, and now Ziggler is wrestling the guy who bumped him out of the tournament Right. So was he? If he was coming down the ramp during Ambrose versus Ziggler, I'd be like, I don't really know who just he's gonna fucking screw. Double over DQ, here. and yeah. the winner of Owens and his opponent just gets the buy into the finals. There you go. There you go. There you go. They just booked it. It's done. Uh, New Day come out, do their usual pre-match greatness with the unicorn horns, and they were mm. uh, singing and mm. <laughs> doing that for a while. There's another good one. Tremendous. I can't get enough of these guys, in my opinion. Uh, and then they proceed to beat Neville and the Usos when Xavier uses the ropes to pin Neville. There's a lot of high spots, dives off the top to the mm-hmm. outside that more than half of them were like, oh, yeah, cringeworthy. Yeah, there was a couple bumps where it was like, ah, oh, you didn't quite land how you should have, and yeah. I was worried you were going to break your neck. Yeah, Mr. including the finish where uh, Big E, I believe, pushed Neville off the top rope, and he kind of like... Instead of just doing the little tumble, right? He did a full on like my feet got hung up in the ropes and I flipped twice and Which landed on my head. It kind of looked like he did it on purpose too. I mean, good on I him totally for selling it did. like that. Yeah, but terrifying. Yep, <laughs> terrifying to watch. Uh, New Day stay strong as the champions as well. So, mm. uh, are we going Usos with them at the? Yeah, I think that's your next program. That... I think you do Usos at Survivor Series. Okay, and then you do Usos and Dudleys at uh, TLC. And maybe, and maybe someone else if you want. Kalisto and... Sure, yeah. Just they're, to throw they're, in another high They're building flying. them up, yeah. Yeah. All right. Bray Wyatt, oh, we got a bunch of... Throughout the ma- uh, throughout the evening, we had a bunch of look back at what The Undertaker did. Now let's look back at what the Kane... Or what the Kane... What Kane did That's over his career. be the Kane. And then cut back to the Wyatts, and they're going to tell us stuff tonight. So yeah. Eulogy. It's a eulogy. Right. That's what it was. It was yeah. the eulogy, right? Yeah. So Bray Wyatt comes out, uh, he cuts a promo, talks about how they're gone and he still has their power, essentially repeating himself from the week before. But Undertaker and Kane come out 
to Undertaker's music. Undertaker not wearing a cloak or a hat. I'd like to point that out. Their pictures and that like Brothers of Destruction video spun back out of the void. Right, right. That uh, it spun into the week before. Which was all right. Yeah. It was kind of weird, but it was like, cheesy, oh, they they escaped the their video package escaped good the, for them the recycle bin on the the boyhood dream has come true. Uh, so they are in the ring, about to attack Bray Wyatt when the lights go out and the rest of the Wyatt family uh, show up around the ring. They had the benefit of having taped this raw earlier in the day, so I'm pretty sure that they cut this shorter to make it seem like they actually appeared out of nowhere. Okay. Like that darkness was probably a lot longer yeah. in the live feed, but they might have been able to hack it a little bit to make it seem like they actually, because it seemed pretty quick. They might have been under the ring. Could have. Yeah. But to hide three guys that big did under Bray the ring. Did Bray come out long. alone? He did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that they were not out there. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, all th- they surround the ring a la the shield mm-hmm. as they've done. Uh, but uh, the Brothers of Destruction take them out one by one, do the. Um, so they go. Who okay. who this was it was on? Funny. It was uh, Harper, right? I think it was Harper. Yeah. Yes. So they throw Harper up against the ropes, and they're going to do a double. It, it wasn't even a double choke slam, but the double grab, grab the, the throat, throat yeah. and then they push him to the outside. Right. So they throw him up against the ropes. He bounced back. Undertaker, no problem, does it with his right hand. Kane is on yeah. his right, and Kane throws a right hand punch like. Yeah, it looked dumb. It it's hard the, to explain. You could see him throw the punch and then be like, oh, shit, and just kind of right. throw his hand on there. Because on the double choke God. slam, it's supposed to be the right and the left because your hands are right. right beside each other, you're shoulder to shoulder. And Kane was supposed to be the left hand with the choke on the throat. Right, but, but instead he threw a right, a right hook. Like, <laughs> so it was just Undertaker holding him like for a choke slam and Kane clocking him. Have you done this before? And I you know. fucked it. Like, are you kidding me? We just burst out we, laughing when yeah. we saw it. We're like, come on. Kane, this Go is supposed to be your more moment. people, for Christ's sakes. Uh, yeah. But they do eventually push him out of the ring. They hit a double uh, uh, choke slam on Bray mm. and uh, walk out and do the one arm in the air pose, and the yep. show goes off the air. This is one of those things where I could pick it apart and find a bunch of reasons that it was like not the best, like yeah. including that Kane thing, where it was like, ah, they didn't. It wasn't really. It wasn't great. Uh, yeah, but just the sheer like. It was to the definition of Marco moment. Sure. For me, it was just like, oh, this is awesome. Kane and Undertaker back together. And it went hand in hand with the fact that this has kind of felt like Undertaker's farewell tour, the way they've yep. been kind of promoting everything. And you know he's done soon, and there's a really good chance he's done at uh, the Texas Mania, um, where it's like, yeah, if you're doing the Undertaker farewell tour, you got you to have last, your little yeah. chapter with Kane and Undertaker. One last ride for the brothers. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so, the only thing I didn't like out of this was that they did get Bray at the end. You I want kinda him to just wanted off? Yeah, just have Bray kind of squeak squeak out of there and the other three idiots take the choke slam or keep Braun relatively strong, maybe, and have one of the other two take the double choke slam spot. It just seemed weird that they would just dominate all four of them mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Like it didn't anyways. Yep, I, no. I and again I, I hope that they are not planning to do a four on two. Right. I still think that you need at least a third. If you want to do four and three, fine. But four on two, that's and and then if they win, that that fucking buries that's, the yeah. Wyatts. Like it's a tough, especially, tough thing to do, especially for Bray, who is in great programs, but yeah. he loses all of them, and every time he loses a program, it he starts up something different. And we're like, oh, this is a really neat idea for Bray Wyatt, but he's got to win this thing. And then he'll lose that one too. 
and you go back and say, okay, I understand why yeah. Reigns beat him at WrestleMania or uh, at Hell in a Cell because you wanted Reigns to go be hot and go after Rollins. Sure. But it's like, fuck, but Bray loses again. And then he starts his Undertaker thing. And you're like, yes, if he beats the Undertaker, everything will be all good. But yeah, who knows? I really wanted Sting to come out and be the third guy here. We were kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, never say never, I guess. But he's got that health thing, right? Yeah, it's got to totally. be for sure. Same totally. as Daniel Bryan, for sure, to get him back to full health before you put him in that uh, put him in that ring at all. So then I wanted also Finn Balor because I wanted an all paranormal team, and Finn Balor's demon thing kind of rings of that. Yeah, but then you'd have the demon and the demon. True. <laughs> the Good demon Balor, right? Yes, and the demon Kane. Uh, well, Demon Undertaker. I guess, yeah, they didn't really write off Corporate Kane. They should have had some sort they of. They kind of did. They said, You're fired. True. Well, did they ever say you're fired? Or well, was they it, said, you just you, lost if, the match? if you lose, you're fired. Yeah, that's what I mean. They should have yeah. had like a. Uh, Kane walks out with an actual box of his stuff <laughs> and like walks out of the, the building slowly. He, but he walks out like of those like saloon style doors. <laughs> and then when they swing back, he's Demon Kane. He just walks right just, back in. Yeah. Here for, here for wrestling. Yes. yes. I have a match. I believe it's six. <laughs> Good. Uh, you got studs and duds for this one? Uh, I do. Uh, my, uh, stud was, uh, Tyler Breeze. Okay. Uh, for his promo and his well-worked match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my dud is Zebin Del Rio. Uh, my dad was also Zeb and Del Rio. That was just a weirdly placed yep. thing, as we talked about. Uh, I went with Cesaro for my stud. I thought he yeah. looked really good, and I like that he wins a match here. That's a good look for him. They had that fucking spot in that match where they did the superplex over the rope. Yes. And, like, I thought both guys were going to break their necks because then the guy yeah. who went over the rope landed on his feet still in the superplex and, like, superplexed the other guy out of the yeah, ring. Yeah, it was terrifying. Dude, gross looking. It was good. Yeah. Uh, Scotty actually emailed us with his studs and duds. Three weeks in a row, Raw has been really good. They're on a streak. Spelled there wrong. Hmm. T-H-E-R-E. They're wait, on a streak. Wait, 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 was his stud fallout four? No. That'd be funny. I would have applauded him. <laughs> They're on a streak even <laughs> with losing the champ. Bum for Seth. Hope he gets a title shot against who wins the tournament when he heals up. Yeah, yeah he's probably... You gotta give him a title shot at some point. He never lost the thing, so that would make sense. But I think priority one is to go after the authority when he comes back. So if the authority guy, their new pick, so to speak, which I think they should do. Right. That's that's your dream situation. If he has the title, then that's right. what you do, right? That's you get two birds stoned at once. What if it's John Cena? As a corporate guy? As the authority's guy. <laughs> UTs. Uh, Scotty Studs. Tournament format for the WWE title is a great idea. I'm digging it. Cesaro, Owen, Ziggler, and Ambrose moving on to the bracket. And the Tyler Breeze promo, kid has solid mic skills. Yeah. Tyler Breeze, uh, Tyler Breeze promo was probably higher on my, like, like it might have been my moment of the night. It was Just pretty good. enjoying yeah. it, yeah. Uh, his duds are Byron Saxton's commentary. Okay. Which is fair. And his dud is uh, Becky Lynch versus Paige. Really? I thought I'd... that was a really good match. Well, like a, a, a an above-average match. Sure, sure. Not dud-worthy. Explanation out of him uh, next week. Yeah, probably. we won't remember that. Um, worth worth yeah, noting uh, for those that, for some reason, actually rely on us to know what's going on in mm-hmm. wrestling. Uh, you, first of all, you shouldn't do that. <coughs> uh, second of all, they did five out of their eight first-round matches today. They're doing the other three on SmackDown. So if you've ever wanted a reason to watch SmackDown, I also have it. them right here in front of me. If we wanted to do, I that. don't want to know the results. 
All right. Because I actually want to watch SmackDown because it's going to be good. Like it's good. It's interesting. But then next week when we talk about it, it's going to be old news, or we could break the news right now. Well, no, we no one wants because people. Well, no, don't... we know Roman and Cesaro, so that's happening, right? Yeah. And then Ziggler Ambrose, we know. Yeah. And then the other two, we don't. Okay, so we know two out of four matches right. that are going to be happening. Plus, I would I would hope that people who are listening, if they were actually interested right now, they would have already looked it up. Sure. Whereas most people would actually want to watch SmackDown. So I, I want to watch SmackDown. I'm hoping our listeners want to watch SmackDown to find. Let me ask you matches. then. Okay. In the the Neville Barrett, who is your pick? Who's the who's the winner face? Uh Owens. Neville. Okay. And in uh your Kalisto Ryback. Ryback. To face the winner of Del Rio Stardust. Del Rio. So Del Rio and Ryback there. And then Neville against Owens. We'll come back to this next week. All discuss. right. Okay. Um, emails? Yes, emails. Hit it! First one is from Nova Punk. Hey, Satpod. Question for Brando. Mm. What is the best match you can think of for your boy Randy Orton at WrestleMania this year if he was cleared to compete? Huh. The fuck was he doing when he left? Uh, I think if you're going to... supposed to be with Bray. He was with Roman and... Uh, right. Yeah. I think if you're going to bring him back, you're not going to have enough time to build something. Sure. So you're just going to want to put him in like an early... Try and go out there, tear the house down match. Uh, so you want to give him a good worker. Hmm. I'm going to give him Randy Orton versus heel Dolph Ziggler. Okay. So Randy Orton stays face. Yep. He doesn't come back as a heel after this injury. I don't think it <clears throat> works very well bringing guys back as heels. Okay. But he could turn heel right after WrestleMania that he Fair won't enough. be at. All right. Hypothetically. Uh, question for the rest of the Sapod crew, which is just me. Who has more botches on camera, OG Sin Cara or Sabu? Thanks, guys. Love the show. Keep pushing to 100 episodes. That's going to be a fun show. Um, or it's going to be the exact same show because we won't realize it's the 100th episode until we're here. Until we're here. And then like, we're like, we oh, didn't yeah. plan anything. Oh, cool. Jeez. Um, Who has more? I, you got to go Sabu just because he's been wrestling I longer. think Sabu has more, but I think Sabu earned his right to do more because his are more spectacular. Sure. And, yeah, more risky. Yeah. Where, and he just doesn't care either. Right. And He'll when just he fu- keep trying for that spot over and over until right. he gets it. When he fucks up, it's kind of like, oh, God, that was crazy. Whereas, Also, if he breaks a finger on a spot, he probably doesn't end a match. That's true. Like OG Sinkar did true. that one time. So. Sabu's better than OG Sinkar. He also likes to throw poo at walls. <laughs> so. <laughs> so he's A-plus Sabu in our books. Sabu poo. Sabu poo. Uh, Duncan emails us, Dear the Sat Pod Rocks. Pod Rocks. Pod rocks. Pop rocks. That's probably what he's going for. Hey, dudes. I hope you had a tombstoning good week. Sorry, I didn't email last that week. Sounds like the worst week. That, does, that doesn't <laughs> sound great at all. Uh, sorry, I didn't email last week. I was preoccupied with a play rehearsal. My goodness. I play the gunman who killed John Lennon in a play called The Sacrificial King. Bow down to The Sacrificial King is what I would say to that. You should actually make them play that entrance theme when you when the king comes out. I uh, I I'm never been more proud that our listener gets to play the murderer yes. of, a, of a public <laughs> figure. Uh, anywho, on to some questions. One: Whom do you foresee taking advantage of the power vacuum left by Cena, and will it last once he comes back in a month? Uh, answer to question number two is no. 
won't last. Okay. Yeah. So when Cena comes back, he just slides back in and Cena's is the gonna dominating be... force that he always has been. Yes, and rightfully so, I think, for Cena coming yep. back. Uh, I would like him to slide down quicker than he usually does. Back to where he was. Like, he was kind of in a good spot before mm-hmm. he left. Kind of jumping up in the main event here and there, but mostly doing that next tier down. But I think his question is, like, the second part of the question is, so he says, who do you foresee taking advantage of the power vacuum? So who fills Cena's spot, and will it last when Cena comes back? Oh, okay. So will that guy maintain, or will that right. guy okay. slide back I down? I gotcha, okay. Yeah. Uh, who takes that spot other than Roman, who you could argue was already in that spot before sure. John Cena got hurt? So I don't know if he's really... I think counts. Dean Ambrose. I mean, you got to start yeah. giving him more looks than he's been getting. Yeah. And I think, uh, I honestly think that maybe this is optimistic, but I think Kevin Owens will be up there sooner rather than later. I, I think that's the plan is those two moving forward is Ambrose and Owens. And I think he can climb the ladder fucking, together. Yeah. Fucking great matches out of both of those guys and both can benefit from it. So uh, it, it would be, so to change my answer then for the second question, it would be really dumb. For them to use this opportunity to boost the star and then let that star go back down when John Cena I gets agree. there. Yep. Uh, ho- hopefully, this creates someone new. You have an could... opportunity. Make the most of it. Yeah. Don't just do it and then completely forget about it in a month right. from now. And then <coughs> when John Cena comes back, Cesaro. hopefully. <laughs> it's never going to be Cesaro. He's Swiss. <laughs> um, then hopefully when John Cena comes back, those two guys could work a program or something and that guy just stays up there. Made yeah, event. it's not bad. Uh, question two. With this tourney set for the title, do you guys think WWE will go the obvious route of having Reigns take it all, or do you think WWE will try and throw a curveball at us and have someone else win? Also, does Rollins come back as a face? Well, yes, we already discussed that. Yes, we think he will definitely come back as a face. But who wins this title, Brando? Kevin Owens. That's your that's your swerve that's my pick? pick? Yep. Wow. Wow. So, okay. Would he be the first... No. To have both? No. Well, I mean, technically, he would be the first to have the current incarnation of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship and the Intercontinental Championship. Sure. But as he's yeah, not the first WWE champion WWE. and IC champion. Huh. That was the Warrior. Oh, right. That's a good point. Um, I think they will go with Roman. I think they still might try and swerve us and maybe have him do a heel turn. Okay. Or maybe he does run through it all the way clean. If I do have to pick. A dark horse guy, I might go with Cesaro. Really? I just... I, I don't understand you and Cesaro. I hope you're right. I think this is the way to do it. This is this is it. You, you give him a shot. You kind of go back to... Remember that two months ago when he was doing really big things? He's back and have him run with the title for two, two three months, losing it at the Rumble, and go back into infinity for him. For me, it's the only thing with Cesaro is fuck do I love his matches. I love almost every single one. He's so good. I cannot picture him with that belt leading off Monday Night Raw's talking for 15 or 10 minutes. I'd be like... Unless he's the corporate guy with the authority. Maybe, and then someone can talk for him. Yeah. Sure. Maybe that's it. Because I do think that his his mic skill is is very lacking. It's him and Roman in that next match. Mm -hmm. He aligns with the authority. Authority screws Roman. You get Roman out early in the tournament like we kind of talked about. You know what I'm going to say? It could happen. I'm going to say there is no screw job. There's no big moment until the final. That would make sense. Yeah. But who knows? Okay. 
Uh, question number three. How different would the current WWE product be if guys like Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels had their primes during the PG era instead of the Attitude era and before? Thanks, dude. Also, if you guys have 2K16 on PS4, add me. No, we do not. Keep on botching the sunset flip, Duncan. That's too too soon. Too, too soon, soon, Duncan. Too soon. Too soon. R.I.P. Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins right knee. knee. Yes. It's been tombstone. It had a tombstoning bad weekend. <laughs> uh, Say okay. that question again. Uh, how different would it be if Stone Cold and Shawn Michaels had their primes during this PG era instead of when they did? Hmm. Stone Cold, I think, would be fine. Yeah, because you could still have him come, maybe not swear as much, but you could still have him drive things out and screw over the boss, and th- that whole story would still work. You just wouldn't be able to take it necessarily as far as they mm-hmm. did. I think uh, Shawn Michaels would excel. I think he'd do right it better. Now. Yeah, totally. Which is weird to think because he did so well at what he did. But... Yeah, but when there is a greater appreciation yep. for how good you are in the ring and your work rate, I think people would have got right behind Shawn Michaels. At well, least as much a, as they did. He's just a good guy, right? Like he's yeah. he's a guy that everyone likes. And like old Shawnzy. Yeah, I can't wait. Down and kind of looks up to the heavens, yeah. and he's America's go golden. Off. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's a good yeah. Point. He would have been fine. I think he would have done better than Stone Cold. Like I bet you, yeah, probably. Yeah, because I think that's the reason that the Stone Cold thing got over so much is because he was the redneck. Right. Stone Cold loses. Man. Stone Cold does lose something if he can't be that fourteen A guy. Yes. That I was agree. his gimmick. Yep. Yep. Um, but I think Stone Cold is too charismatic for that for if they would have taken that away from him, he would have found a way to be a yeah, star. Like true. stars are stars. Like he would have been a star, but he would have been something else. Did you see this whole thing? Stunning Steve Austin. We might we shouldn't have used it for news, and I'm glad that we didn't. But there was this whole thing of Goldberg claims that Stone Cold never drank any of the beers when he was out there. And then Stone Cold comes back and says, you're goddamn right I drank those beers when I was, like, there was this whole big thing. I'm like, who the fuck cares whether he drank the beers or not? Like, all the beers out in the ring, he never drank them? Yeah. Well, he spills half of them down his That's shirt. That's the thing, but yeah. like two gulps per beer. He's not yeah. chugging the whole, we know he's not chugging the entire beer. That's right. pretty you obvious. You can visually see it. Fucking Goldberg. And it Get looks it looks way better when he doesn't drink yeah, half of it. it pours all, it's, yeah. Gold. fucking Goldberg. Just you know what? Attention. That's all he wants. Goldberg's gonna win this fucking title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just shows up. Yeah. Let me show you how to do a real spear, Roman. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Uh, last email is from Stephen Stewart. It's his first time writing us an email. By the way, he tweeted us that. Stephen, welcome to the shit show. Yes. Hey, Satpod. The more and more I look at this tournament for the heavyweight belt, the more I feel like the guy walking out of Survivor Series with the championship isn't even in the tournament. Well, you know what, Steven? This is fucking pro wrestling, so you're probably (laughs) right. (laughs) Uh, Don't know how they do it. Just an odd feeling. Do you think there's anyone not on that list that could be championship material, or am I going to have to suffer through a Roman Reigns championship run? Thanks, Steven, at all hope is gone with a Z and no E at the end of gone. A Roman run championship reign. <laughs> um, uh, you can uh, refer to our uh, 15th minute of the podcast right. where we talked about Sheamus and his crazy uh, yeah. putting himself in the final. As for if there's just a random dude like a Chris Jericho or mm-hmm. somebody who just comes out of left field, I don't think so. No. And if, how do you do that? How do you? It will be, uh, it'll be the John Cena... 
uh, Batista thing where uh, the authority will come out and just bring out a guy and be like, okay, now you fight this guy. Yep. And he'll lose. Yeah. Because that's what they did I when, guess. before uh, Batista and Cena at WrestleMania. Is they had Cena win, defend that title, right. or win that title in the Elimination Chamber. And then he's all banged up, and they just came out and was like, you're going to fight Batista because he's our boy. And then Batista won. <laughs> you can do that again if you sure. if you needed to. I, w- I would rather them didn't. Chris Jericho working with the authority might be fucking great, though. Yeah, because then he can still put over a Roman Reigns if he wants to or. Yeah. Sounds like there are still people who are not on board with Roman Reigns winning that title. Which. Honestly, I I don't get it. I think a lot of people are doing that still just because it was the cool thing to do to hate Roman. I and he's I he's improved. He's right. made strides. He's way better at so many like he's still he's, needs help on the stick. Yep. We can all agree on that, but he has still improved on that already. Right. And his matches are like he is consistently pumping out pretty good matches. Yeah. If they give him someone. In ring, he's fine. Like there's never been a moment where I'm like, Jesus, get this guy off TV. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, Roman Reigns will always have to overcome the problem that he was picked. That he did not work his way up through the indies. That he was like, this guy's great. We're putting him in our performance mm. center. This guy's great. We're putting him on our main roster. This guy's great. We're having him win the Rumble. This guy's great. We're going to have him win this tournament. Uh, there is always going to be people who are like, no, the WWE doesn't know who should have the title. We know who should have the title because we're the fans. And that's totally valid. It is a fan-run industry in a way. But at the same time, looking at it critically, I think Roman Reigns is kind of as good a championship horse as they have right now. I agree. Yep. And it's, I mean, it's 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 time. Enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Mm-hmm. We need some freshness, right? We need yeah. to start moving these young guys forward instead of just having them sit there and decay yeah. over time while John Cena and Randy Orton and other guys are still running. They're not going to be there forever. Nope. I mean, we wish they were, or they wish they were, maybe no. more than we wish they were, but right. you got to start that. You can't just wait until you have to, like in these situations mm. with John Cena and Randy Orton out where all of a sudden you're like, well, shit, I wish we'd have pushed more guys, right? Preemptive thinking. Right. Be ahead of yourself so that when injuries happen, you're set. And at the same time, you can't rush it. You can't go no. too much from the other. And it can't be, we, like, it would be easy for us to sit here and be like, man, you know what? Fucking, he's hurt. Rollins is hurt. They yeah. got to get Finn Balor up here right now and put the strap on him as quick as they can. Sure. Yeah, I agree. But don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, we're pretty early here. We're only over an hour. Nah, we're a two-man so, show. We're struggling. Well, and there was as... a lot of lot of wrestling as well. Like, there wasn't storyline as much in Raw no. this week. It was just matches, which are easier for us to talk about. So, why don't we do something a little different just to, just to fill up an extra 10 minutes of time? All here. right. Let's talk about I'm what happened. I'm not smoking anything. <laughs> Let's talk about what happened on NXT last week. Hey, eh? You want to do that? This is so... Somewhere Colton Kelly is popping yeah. so hard right now. <laughs> Colton Kelly doesn't listen to our show. No, um, yeah, sure he does. I will talk about uh, NXT with you, Warren, as sure. I have seen the last three or four mm. weeks worth of NXT. So if you'd like to talk about what happened on NXT, well, and this I probably a... shouldn't have logged out of my computer. I got it right here. All funny. right. Uh, this is a big one, too. It wasn't a special necessarily, but championship match. it had a championship match on it. Yep. There was some major progression as far as storylines. So yep. Let's hit why it. Why not? Uh, we started off with... Asuka taking on Cameron, who I 
completely forgot yeah. was still a thing. Yeah, it's it, it, part of the Divas Revolution is one of the best parts about it is people are very much finding their spot. Sure, Naomi should be. I mean, Cameron should be oh, an yeah. NXT jobber. Oh, 100%. So it's yes. good that she kind of settled in down there because mm-hmm. she can finish a match. Sure. I just don't care to see her. There was that one really, really cool spot where she went to slap Asuka. Yeah. And she did the like flip into the arm bar with the slap. Yeah, totally. Un- that was great. And that's a two person spot. Like that was good for her yeah. for, for hitting that. Obviously, Asuka goes over there. So mm. um, she's, uh, she's getting a lot of fanfare behind her. Yes. I'll be interested to see if they have any plans for her to be a main roster girl. Oscar also also said girl bye in this match, which made me laugh. That's funny. That doesn't seem like a Japanese thing to say. Um, I don't think – I read somewhere that they don't necessarily have plans for her for the main roster right yeah. now. It's just kind of a NXT run, trial run with New Japan bringing people yeah. kind of thing. Which so. is totally fine. Uh, Bull Dempsey defeats Angelo Dawkins. Big fan of Bull Dempsey. Yeah, he's working bull this uh, – Yeah, this bull fit gimmick, which <laughs> – Bull Dempsey is me. Like, this guy is me. And I, I, I that's kind of why I expected that you like him sure. so much. I really don't like almost every match I've ever seen him in. That's true. He's not the best wrestler. Right. But I, I part of me wonders how much of that is him maybe trying to look a little bit sloppy. It's not how you get over in this but, industry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not, not now. <laughs> not anyways. now anymore. Um, um, but I, I, it's, it's a common man, right? That's what they right. have with Bull Dempsey. And yeah. I mean, he's not going to be a WWE champion at any point, so we don't need to have those expectations for him. But I would be surprised if he made the main roster ever. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. But hey, could, could be for, a comedy hey, good gimmick for him too. If he did. Yeah, yeah, you know, they could do this bull fit thing. Yeah. People would like it, right? Could be the next. Uh, what was that? Simmons. Because were you watching when he was like trying to train and was failing miserably and had a fight with the the vending machine to try and get candy out of it? And no, I that was... stuff was really funny. Like he killed that. So stuff. I was watching when he was doing the like in his matches, he would be like taking breaks because he was so out of breath. Yes. Uh, I saw that, but then I kind of stopped watching NXT during that stuff, mm-hmm. and then I jumped back in for the bullfit stuff. Uh, Eva Marie defeats local job talent. Yeah, she's working this uh, Red Queen gimmick. All Red Earthang. Or Red Everything. <laughs> that's... <laughs> that's how a white man says it. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, sure. yeah, like actually like a Queen of Hearts kind of looking thing. She's sure. got like the the velvet robe and the... Yeah. She, my goodness, she's attractive. She is, but she, she we're not still seeing can't that. wrestle very not, yeah. well. She goes away and she comes back and you're expecting to see something, yeah. but... And the main event, Apollo Crews... Taking on uh, NXT champion Finn Balor. Apollo Crews picks up the win via disqualification. Did you fact check that? Or did you just go by my... That is according to the WWE website. Okay, good. That he won via disqualification. Right, yeah. Because Samoa Joe comes out and attacks Finn Balor, does the heel turn, mm. holds the title, and the show goes off the air. Yeah, so huge moment. This, this is what we thought was going to happen. That The last one happens now. Right. So, I, I love it. I'm... Me too. Pretty, the guy, pretty the, pumped for this. The guy should be a heel in NXT. Yeah, because you had you had Corbin come out, and then he kind of came. Joe comes out, rushes Corbin save. off, yeah. and then does the turn. It was really well done too. I thought Joe did a really good job of selling it, mm-hmm. and uh, I I was into it. So, so you do Joe Finn now? It seems that way. Yeah, and we kind of did our fantasy booking of the next little bit. Have Joe win this match. Then Finn have on. Finn move on to the main roster. Then you have Hitami come back. He goes with Joe. He wins the title off of Joe. Have Joe come up to the main roster, do a bit of a run. Joe is that other just one. fucking cycle that cocksucker through. <laughs> Joe uh, is the other one that you wonder 
about their plans for him if they are interested in him being right a main roster guy. And the last I heard, they were paying him main roster money. So to be on NXT, yeah. You'd think that they would be stupid to not use him for the main roster if they're paying right. him for it. And but... as I understand it, Joe wants to go try and be WWE champion. Which, which makes sense. I, re- I read an interview on that this week, and that was really the first I had heard, because mm. rightfully so, these indie stars go over there and just have such great things to say about NXT. And Finn Balor, more than most, has been like, I'm not really looking to make the jump. We're doing yeah. something crazy here. Like this, It's the hottest product they have right now, and I don't really want to, but I think Joe came here is having a great time on NXT. He's doing yep. great work, but it seems like Joe is interested in being on that main roster and, and being in the title picture. He's earned it too, right? Totally. He's worked his way through other promotions and is a great in-ring talent, so I think he's earned the right to have a decent run on TV with the WWE. Yeah, and we talked about the phone calls that they were probably making and how they were going to try and fill the hole with all these injuries and everything. Yep. Maybe some of these NXT guys are going to get fast-tracked. So Maybe. Just maybe. Perhaps. All right. That's NXT. You got an extra 12 minutes out of us for that. So <laughs> NXT in 12 minutes. Maybe we'll do that more often. Who sure. knows? Uh, okay, we're going to go. Uh, do you have a start thinking of a Scottyism? No, geez. I can't. We had so many texts or tweets about this over the past week. I can't not play the Survivor Series 1998 theme song, Deadly Game, on the way out. Sure. So we're going to do that by popular. I think Art was one of them and one of the new blood guys. And. Mike the ref also wants, so we're going to, yes, we'll play the Deadly Game theme at the end of the show here. Are you ready for a... <laughs> no, I haven't even really been thinking about it. Okay, you can follow us on Twitter at SatPod. Shoot us an email, SatPod316 at Yahoo.com. You can follow individually on the Twitter at the Diesel Barris. Scotty is at ScottBox64. I'm Brando1990. Talking Reckless Podcast at... I have not memorized that yet. Uh, talk, talk reckless, reckless pod. pod with no W. It's reckless with an R. Right. Reck reckless would be like with a W would be like driving down uh, the highway and yes. arriving reckless. Uh, Talkingreckless.com slash podcast. You got a new one out. Uh, uh yesterday. today. Yesterday. Yeah, this morning. Yes. You're today. Right. All right. Yeah, today. Um. So yeah, give them what a listen. What do we talk about? What do we talk about? What do we talk about, Warren? We talked about. Fuck all. Assassin's all right. Creed we talked about. We yes, because you played that. Yeah, we talked. Kevin was playing uh, a little more Metal Gear Solid, which we actually have a, a ban on talking about right now. Okay. Because we've talked about it too much. <laughs> uh, Matt Eads uh, probably played a bunch of crap that I didn't listen to. So Fair enough. Sounds We're like, absent of Oliver, so don't bother like listening. podcast listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll be back next week. Is that a PWA week? It is a PWA, I think. Boris might be here next week. If not, it's the week after. I don't remember, and I don't have time to look it up. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, keep on skipping podcasts to play Fallout 4. Booty! Roll the dice. Play your cards. Break the rules. That's, That's who you are. Whoever said play it safe. Never play the game. Players, but too many pawns, too many judges say it's right or wrong. Let them jump into the fire if they want to play. Oh, cause it's a deadly game that we play.
second chances Every time that you stand up There's another chance to fall Carry you away You wonder what went wrong 